Well, hey, gorgeous lovers, welcome to our path to manifesting podcast where spirituality, entrepreneurship, and psychology collide. Today, you guys, I'm so excited because I'm bringing you one of the big brains from Zimbabwe. She also happens to be my friend, my dear friend. You know, how I told you last time, like friends are that opportunity you have in your lifetime to choose who get to be your sisters in your close circle. She's one of those people, you know, she's a therapist. Well, before I introduce to her, hey, Millie, can you introduce yourself, please? Hey, blessing. <laughs> <laughs> oh Thank my you gosh. so much for the intro, and we're finally here. We've been talking oh. about doing an episode for a while, and I'm super excited. Like, I've been following and just, like, loving what you're putting out, and, you know, even with our own conversations, like, I can definitely relate, so it's <laughs> awesome to be here, and yeah. <laughs> Iron sharpens iron. That's what I can say about you and I. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, for sure. Yeah. And they always say, you know, royalty always relates to royalty or identifies royalty as well. So, hey, girl. I like that one. Hey, I, girl. I am fixing your crown because I'm not putting the crown on you, but I'm fixing it. I'm putting it back in the position. Hey, come through. Thanks, come through, Millie. Thanks, that's what we always do it's always it's always an environment of like being fed and feeding and like just this mutual energy exchange and i love it god yes 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 so you guys i'm gonna go ahead and roll out the red carpet for my dear friend here her name is millie you can find her on instagram her ig handle is miss with m-i-s-s underscore millie m-i-l-l-i-e underscore z-w-e so miss underscore millie underscore z-w-e she's a therapist she's passionate about social justice and mental health an avid reader and traveler she's a therapist with a master's in counseling and psychology what is a helper she's also an advocate and someone who would walk difficult journeys with others after traveling the world we are realize her place in the world and she realized we are all really the same some of the problems she faced in her life are parallel to those people seemingly different from herself she has a curious mind and love deep meaningful conversations and connections as a daughter of a philosopher it's no wonder she's also a bookworm and she is always asking why (laughs) why most fundamental question in in life hey Millie, come through girl tell us more tell us more because myself i resonate with that Mm. always be asking why Why? go ahead girl first of all thank you for the introduction it sounds like somebody else i'm like this person is exciting i like her (laughs) (laughs) which is amazing right that is you i like that person so thank you yes Thank you. Um, why? The question why? There's um, one of the scholars I follow, uh, Viktor Frankl, he says, any man who knows their why can withstand the how and the when. And I think like 
in terms of philosophies, that's one that even my dad would always talk about. He's like, when you know your why, mm-hmm. you you can you can withstand the how. You can wait it out, like how it happens in the process and like when it happens, because you have that big picture. So I think that's what drives me to always like question my why. But I also feel like when you can understand other people's why or even gain some insight into other people's why you can find grace, you know, you can be more patient, more kind, because there's a reason we are the way we are. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I want to, I feel like I want to jump into that already. Like, Mm. how did you find that journey? But you know what? A little bit. And Mm. I just want us to go a little bit back to how you predetermined how to start asking your why. Tell us uh, Millie's Jenny, how did Millie get to be this person who is inquisitive about her whys and other people's whys? And how did she find herself comfortable in asking why and not just being the what and the how? Mm. I think it's a collection of things. Like, first of all, being someone who's always loved reading, anyone who knows me mm. from primary school or high school, you know would know I would get in I would be the person who would get in trouble in class Mm. for reading books in class that might not be related to class right (laughs) I was always the one that asked teachers the questions that made them be like you know what maybe let's talk about it later or you're disrupting (laughs) class because not everything I was told made sense like it just Mm -hmm. the math wasn't mathing you know it wasn't (laughs) balancing and so it's like no like I I just never accepted things Mm. to be how I was told them to be that's right. Um, and my parents really fostered that curiosity, annoying as it may be, you know, for a parent to always ask, but why? But why? Um, they they honored that I had my own mind. Right. And, um, you know, that also is why I guess drove me to travel and to make friends who might not have the same worldview as me or look like me mm. or have the same fundamentals as me. Right. And so mm-hmm. in meeting different people from different cultures and like living in different places in the world, right. you start to see that there's so much more to me as a person, but also the world and society in general than just the obvious. Right. Uh, well, this really get. I really get it. I really, mm-hmm. really get it. When you say they fostered that aspect of you and nurtured in you uh, being able to continuously be inquisitive, mm. and they didn't see it as a as a threat to disrupting order, but they encouraged it as a behavior that is expected in their child. Mm. And I'm I'm coming to a place here where uh, I'm paralleling this to the uh, culture that is uh, mostly found in uh, African cultures or Mm -hmm. in other third world countries. I'm sure you know this old adage that says a child is not heard but should be seen or I'm probably not putting it correctly, but it it says something along those lines. Mm -hmm. A child should be seen and not heard. And Mm -hmm. I know most people who might be listening to this podcast maybe relating to that because even I notice even if I've traveled to you know South America I've been to several African countries it's quite common but also coming here in America it's quite surprising that it's a first world country but you still find 
uh, very conservative families, not to say conservatives is bad, but their thinking patterns is not as progressive in encouraging inquisitiveness or mm-hmm. research, if I want to mm-hmm. say. <laughs> so tell me about th- that upbringing, how your parents really fostered it in actuality, like how did they encourage you? Was it like just giving you books or was it you just like asking questions or interrupting mm-hmm. conversations or how did that you know, really grow? How, 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 do, how was it presented to you as you were growing up? Mm, I think I'll, I'll pull a thread from something you said. You, mm. you said that, you know, in, in a family where children are told, you know, you must be seen, not heard. It mm. has a lot to do with disrupting the order, right? Or in mm. a society where you tell people, you know, not to be to ask those big questions. It's, mm. It maintains the order or the status quo. And um, I think for me, in my family, at least, you know, my siblings are the same. We have these deep conversations and, you know, research mm. and there's everyone is masters and like, you know, whatever they're researching, they go deep with it. Mm-hmm. And I think because my parents were teachers, they were also counselors, they were also helpers and always seeking to find find love and find grace in their fellow men, right? right? And to do that, that sometimes disrupts the order because what is acceptable is not always lovable. And so mm. you have to go beyond what is on the surface. And so I think that was a part of it, them being open to other people and being curious themselves Mm -hmm. helped to foster my own curiosity. Mm. Um, And also it is definitely countercultural, right? And it's not not typical in in our culture, at least, to have children be challenging a parent to be like, I think you're wrong. I remember Mm. we would watch the news and (laughs) my dad would, (laughs) my, my dad would be like, okay, so this is what they you says but what do you think how how do you think we got here and so like you know you would then look at the history of okay maybe say we're talking about a war right Mm -hmm. it's like okay but this is what happened with this group of people and these group of people and you put it in context and so you realize it's not always that simple there's not always a good guy and a bad guy Um, there's not always a hero and a villain like there's so much gray in the world um and i think yeah that also is what helps me to be a therapist be a helper is that like understanding that my way of living that Mm. I think is right might not necessarily be right there's no right way or wrong way to live Mm. there's what what people choose and then that that's what comes to the why why did you choose that right or right why did you end up here <laughs> kind of thing. Uh-huh. wow that really speaks a lot about you know parenting you know i am a parent um yeah. and i'm bringing up three beautiful boys and almost oftentimes i'm always asking myself am i doing the right things or am i you know encouraging my boys in the right way but mm-hmm. you know most most often i think i can easily fall back on into my own uh, upbringing because mm-hmm. that is the parenting that I can remember that is as close as I can ever you know pick up so mm-hmm. I am imagining yourself being that you're a globetrotter <laughs> <laughs> having traveled so much mm-hmm. I want you to take people back a little bit about how this uh, you know 
how this character that was fostered in you that has allowed you to question things, ask your why, find your why, other people's why. And I'm sure you have become curious about other people's why because today, I mean, you have a master's degree in, hello, can we double tap and underline and just, <laughs> just, yeah. just, just stop right there and talk about that because I, so many times we forget to realize how much skills we are bringing here, how much uh, uh, knowledge mm. you have and how much you have acquired just from not just your degree, but from your eyes, how you have seen things and the knowledge you have acquired. So take us a little bit back because I want to know, have you experienced uh, some kind of culture shock or has the inquisitiveness in you opened up your doors to the world? Mm. I know there's a, <laughs> there's a quote that says, uh, be open-minded, but do not be too open so much mm-hmm. that your mind mm-hmm. will fall out so mm-hmm. i want to know from you how is how have you navigated the world as you're a globe trader oh my gosh that's such a big question because <laughs> I, I don't think i figured it out yet <laughs> cool. but, but it's definitely the journey right i think mm-hmm. um so growing up, I grew up in Harare, I grew up in Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister was one of those pioneers. Like she left Zimbabwe, I would say like 2000, like mm-hmm. year 2000. And like, she's been living in a foreign country. Well, now her home, but it's been over 20, 23 years. Mm-hmm. Right. And so after that, it just kind of opened up our doors to being able to go and travel. And mm-hmm. I, I remember the first time I went on an international trip, I was going to Dublin and I was 16 and I had oh, to travel wow. by myself with my younger brother who was 13 at the time. And so I come from that environment where people are like, yeah, the two of you, 16 and 13 years old, can get on a plane and just fly across the world. People speak <laughs> English. People are essentially good. Yes, bad things happen, but you know, just going in with no fear in a sense. And um, you just being a reader I would read about all of these places right you Mm -hmm. read stories about France and like the culture there and the food and the arts and you read about Italy and you read history and you watch TV and it's just like the world is this big infinite place and I want to see the things and like meet the people and eat the food Um, and even when it comes to like spirituality and like Mm -hmm. learning about meeting people who are Buddhist meeting people who are Muslim meeting people who are Jewish and hearing their own experience and interaction with spirituality even though I may be what I am and being like okay your experience parallels mine you're asking the same questions I'm asking we're getting to different answers right and that being okay um so I I definitely do think I'm open without being wide open um Mm -hmm. it's definitely having that compass of my why like I because I ask that question so often if uh, I have a thought for example I'm not afraid to challenge it okay but where did that come from why do I think that now right and if that thought is different or my outlook is different from how it's been before it's like how did I get here so the the why question is never just one and done I think it's a it's a constant 
constant self-reflection um and that's what we talk about with like self-awareness right and mm. it's always been my desire to be as self-aware as i can be of like why do i interact with other people the way i do why do i spend money the way i spend money you know like <laughs> if it's getting out of hand it's like why am i buying all these handbags all of a sudden what's going on with me right um, so the self-awareness is what helps me to still be true even when there's things that are sometimes wild happening out there right and be comfortable with my choice of how I choose to engage with the world and the, the perspective that I see the world through is a very conscious uh, decision. It's not just like following the, the going with the flow all the time, um, but that self-awareness and self-reflection and sometimes realizing that, you know what, I was wrong. Right. <laughs> and being open to it and just like mm -hmm. course correcting to be like, okay, so it's like we need to come back from that. That's not in line with everything else that we believe or we, we hold dear um right. maybe we need to reevaluate and yeah absolutely you know i just love the authenticity that you brought up saying hey maybe i was wrong maybe i need to reevaluate maybe i need to uh, take a reflection maybe mm -hmm. i just didn't have a good understanding of my experience or my understanding about this thing back then mm -hmm. was just fitting within my frame but mm -hmm. not anymore how mm -hmm. can i shift you mm -hmm. see and i love that so much so I, so you know what? I'm gonna keep tapping into you because I really want <laughs> go to, for it. I want to I want to keep peeling your pills because I know you are like this onion with you know sad, but you got so many layers and layers and hey, you are so yeah. So I wanna know, I wanna know a little bit more because I know even our, our audience is also curious. So mm. Uh, who is Millie? Who is Millie? What does she stand for? In in in, in as you know as concise as you can. Who mm -hmm. is Millie? Millie is not one thing. Uh, it's it's always hard to try and put myself in that box because mm -hmm. I believe that as as a person and just people in general, we're infinite, right? We're infinite. That's right. We're, we're so full of so many different things. Can we double tap that? <laughs> like double like, we're, 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 I'm so many things. Like I'm a yeah. sister, I'm an aunt, I'm a right. friend, you know, I'm um, like, I'm a therapist, but I also work in business development. Oh, I'm God. a traveler, but I'm also a homebody. I love to read, but you know, I'll also go sky diving and jump out of a plane so it's like there's so many <laughs> there's so many things in me that are paradoxical but also yes. make sense together um i i like to describe myself as a scholar i think i i'm mm. uh wired to always be learning right. but also a teacher like i love to share what i know um mm. and not in assuming that i have figured it all out but what i have figured out like i love to share that so i'm a teacher i'm a student um hopefully doctor is where I'm, I'm going um for that doctorate but um yes manifesting it yes so we can come yes. back one day and be like remember we said it we um, already claimed it it's yeah. already happening it's happening right now it's happening yes. and, um, I'm, and i'm passionate about mm. people Fit, reaching their full potential I know like a lot That's of therapists right. and a lot of counselors will say that and coaches mm -hmm. um 
And it's really true because I think sometimes I have the ability or the gift to see people beyond where they are at, um, to see the potential and to right. see the, the hurt or to see the pain or to see the trauma or the experience mm. and see the person beyond that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's, that's who I am. That is awesome. You know, I, I do really resonate quite a lot with what you have said. Mm-hmm. especially of our beings uh, being infinity not having limitations because I'm sure you've been listening to this podcast mm-hmm. it's all about talking about our infinite mm-hmm. infinity uh, possibilities going over and beyond our limitations mm-hmm. and even in the in the face of adversity Mm-hmm. remembering who we are and also going back to what you have put out so well remembering your why mm. and I feel that uh, personally that is what has really helped me to navigate even the most difficult things just knowing my why and even at times that you're humbled by the experiences that are external because you cannot control everything alone mm-hmm. but you knowing your why you will come back to a place where you are just at equilibrium and you're like, I'm, I know where I'm going. Let's just be still here and know that mm-hmm. everything is going to fall into place. And I love to reference here pronoyer. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't know pronoyer is a word that refers to the opposite of um, the opposite of uh, negative consequences. What's the word that group that describes that? Um, P- positive consequences. <laughs> <laughs> How so, do you spell it? Pronoia. Yeah, pronoia um, is P R O N O I A, and it's the opposite word of. Um, Oh my god. Paranoia. Paranoia. Come on. <laughs> of course. How can I forget that? So, pronoia really is like you believing that even if you're going through hard times, mm-hmm. everything is working out for good for you, mm-hmm. for you, and everything is aligning with your greater purpose. Mm-hmm. And I feel like at times, even if we're coming from Zimbabwe, as so many Zimbabweans, you have got so much of pronoia and mm-hmm. it drives them every day and mm-hmm. it takes them to places it takes them to greater heights of success mm-hmm. and i feel that there's so much more that we need to do with our pronoia because many times i think we have just been grinding in mm-hmm. in knowing that and in schooling but in entrepreneurship we need to put more pronoia yeah so- <laughs> So I want to know, have you been in a place yourself where you have operated in a place where you just know that things are going to fall into place? You just have to take it one step at a time. How was that place? How did it feel like? And how did you overcome paranoia? I feel like my whole journey has Mm. been one of, 
You say pronoia, I say audacity. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Right? Like, when you were saying it and describing it, I was like, for me, it's, I'm always telling people, like, just have the audacity. Be right. audacious. Whether it's, like, you know, my, my business partners or it's my girlfriends or it's my siblings or even with clients, I'll be like, you know what? Just have mm-hmm. the audacity. Just dare. Dare to do it. Dare to be bold. Dare to go in. What, what's the worst that could happen? Absolutely. And even if it did happen is it really the worst that could happen right? right um and so for me yeah audacity is is what it is in that i will i will boldly go into a space mm-hmm. and just put myself in it and be like i deserve this and even if i don't <laughs> i want right. this right? right um or i believe it's going to be for for the for my good mm-hmm. and the good of others and so um is that why too of seeing myself as someone who is infinite possibilities but also if I don't try I will never know right is is my is my perspective and I think ego also has a big part to play in it when I can understand my ego and the ways in which my ego feels shame and feels guilt and how that will interfere with what I could potentially do right because if you take away the potential for shame you could stand in front of a thousand people and give your opinion but the fact that you know we're bound sometimes by that shame of if I say this what will people think about me and caring Mm -hmm. and so I've worked a lot to deconstruct that shame and even guilt of you know sometimes uh, there are things that I know I don't want to do Mm -hmm. um, and I'll say okay I'm not going to do it even though, you know, there's a potential that I might feel guilty because that's what it was expected of me. Mm-hmm. But when you start to take away that guilt and that shame, the audacity to go out into the world as your authentic self, as my mm-hmm. authentic self, and just dare to do things and believe that it's going to work out and believe that I'm going to get more than I even think I deserve. Mm-hmm. Because what I think I deserve is also limited by the guilt and the shame. If I become too successful, people will think that, you know, I'm trying to be, you know, booga. But <laughs> when you take that away, I, I think it starts to open up potential and that's that's been my journey absolutely love it love 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 everything that you have said there um and i think it most people uh once they have climbed that ladder there's so much of imposter syndrome that comes mm. you'll be like oh maybe i'm doing this too much you know, mm. it's like that, uh, you know, viral statement that that went around last year about I'm not, you know, I'm the table. You ask me what I'm bringing to the table. I'm the table. You know, most people would say that. But in real life, do you really claim to be the table? Yeah. Right. Um, and I feel like if we could actually say that and believe it it could shift a lot of things in our lives and it could shift. I think it's just one shift that we need in one area for Mm -hmm. us to have this uh, domino effect in our life that Mm -hmm. will shift everything else. Because personally, I think that that is how I found it. I remember Mm -hmm. one time I was faced with a competition for getting a scholarship 
And Mm -hmm. I really, really, really wanted to do my honors degree in biology at university, Stellenbosch University in South Africa, prestigious university, because I mean, it's Stellenbosch. And Mm -hmm. yeah, and I'm coming from Zimbabwe. And I was faced with the question, you do not have this and that and that. How are you going to make up for that? And I remember that time, I pulled everything that was inside of me. (laughs) (laughs) I said to this shame, you're not going to stand in the way. And I said, Mm -hmm. no. I know when I put my mind to it, I can achieve it. Even Mm -hmm. though I didn't know what I was talking about, but I did, you know. Mm -hmm. And I feel that you have put it so well that you you know in your journey it's a constant reminder that shame and guilt can always come and linger but we have to constantly deconstruct it mm-hmm. now i have a question for you um millie sure as a therapist what are some of the tools that you would recommend for someone who wants to know their personality uh who wants to understand how or why they react to things in life the way they do, or their patterns of behaviors, or the patterns of spending their money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the spending your money patterns. That was is a whole nother conversation. Right. Um it's okay, so that one is hard because everybody's different, right? right. We we are mo- we have different motivations. Um, and the way we see of the world, some people are more cognitive, so mm. it's logic over everything. Mm-hmm. Some people are more intuitive, so it's I feel it in my spirit or my mm. energy. Um, and so for someone who is cognitive, the way they will reflect might be different from someone who's more intuitive. Right. Um, but I think like any self-help cognitive behavioral therapy tools mm-hmm. are what's been evidenced like by research to be the most like efficient especially if you're doing self-work um so if you're lo- looking online and you're looking at like cognitive behavioral theory or cognitive behavioral therapy tools for self-help those i do recommend because they can help you map like what is my thought right so sometimes we talk about distorted thinking Mm -hmm. say i think i'm ugly um it will help you deconstruct that thought why do you think that and what does it mean for you to think that and what would your life look like differently if you didn't believe that Mm -hmm. so if, if if i say you know i'm i i can't why do you think you can't? Well, because when I was growing up, people told me I can't. Right. Okay, but, but you're not still a child. So how do we move from that point mm. to believing you can? And what would your look life look like if you believed you could, right? Um, and so being able to walk that journey, journaling, highly recommend. Because yes. um, if, if, if I can put my thoughts to paper, right, and read them back to myself, like that is the best reflection I can have to be like, right. I really think that I really believe that um i know some people don't like writing i keep an audio journal sometimes Mm. where i just say it instead of write it and out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks so if it's coming out of my mouth then this is something that is deep rooted in me i believe Mm. it right so yeah just like off the top of my head i would say those are like maybe 
two or three things to to try meditation obviously just being able to sit with yourself i know it's not easy but there's different ways to meditate there's like movement meditation so when you start to look at yoga or you start to look at like some other practices that's meditation with movement um it's not just sitting down and you know crossing your (laughs) crossing your legs and closing (laughs) your eyes um, some people dance, right. just like feel the rhythm of your body and move your body. And that in itself, it just helps you really like focus on what's happening in your mind. Mm. Um, some people do water meditation, like being able to stand under the shower or in a bath That's or right. swim and just like whilst you feel that water around you, try and like really figure out where your head is at. Um, mm. So, yeah thinking in summary <laughs> yes. but those would be some of my recommendations that is awesome you yeah. guys this is a free life coaching session you've just gotten from uh, millie and <laughs> i gotta remind you here uh, since we are almost like 30 32 plus minutes in this uh, recording you can find millie at uh in, on instagram she her handle is miss underscore Millie underscore ZWE. She's a therapist. She has a master's in psychology. So she is also into business and she has quite a wealth of experience. She's a globetrotter. So I do really feel like she's a germ that we we have just discovered here on the podcast. And I know that this is not going to be the last um, uh, co-host that we're going to have. You're going to come back, right? right of now. course, girl. <laughs> we, we're up in here. Right? I feel like in the background, we have gone past all this. So, oh, we've got so many, so, so much content, so many right. conversations to like, mm-hmm. I would love to engage the community in and, yes. you know, hear what the community thinks. Because like I said before, I don't believe that there's one way to live there's no mm. right way to live that's right there's just the ways we choose to live so maybe someone will hear what i say and they'll be like i hear you but and i would love to hear that mm. perspective right because mm. it challenges me and causes me to reflect on myself and maybe someone will hear me and be like oh okay maybe maybe there's something to that and cause of reflection and that's how we grow that's how i grow that's how you grow and that's right. how it's like a, a collective we grow that's awesome. Now, uh, Millie, before we go, to mm-hmm. do unjust to our audience, if I don't ask you this, okay. what is your favorite way of motivating yourself, be it affirmations? I don't know. What do you use? Do you have mantras? Do you have a routine that you go back into after you find that you're grappling to find your balance? Could you share mm-hmm. some tidbits? I know girl if they are your secrets i know (laughs) they might be but i'm just asking so that you can just peel a little bit of tea so we can all have some taste of it Mm -hmm. i think when i need to recenter or i need to regulate Mm -hmm. um it's one of two things there's co-regulation right where Mm -hmm. I 
have my tribe. I have my my people who I've been blessed to have authentic relationships with. And they know me, um, flaws and all, right? And so those are the people I can go to and say, I'm struggling with motivation. Like, I don't want to do this. And I don't want, and I don't want. And they can look at me and say, but you've said that you want to do this. And this is who you are. And this is what you believe. So why are you acting contrary to that? And like mm. having them keep me accountable. Right. But they also motivate me as much as they challenge me. And that's been huge for me. Like just being able to have those spaces where I can be vulnerable. I can be struggling and it's okay and it's safe. Mm. Um, and re- knowing that there's safety in that, that even if I try and I fail, like there's always a place I can go and they'll be like, well, at least you tried right. um, is, is huge. And then internally it's, again, coming back to that why, um, it's, it's always been my compass and there's always different things added to it and taken away from it, whether it's because of, I I have money and have a budget that I'm chasing for, and this is why I'm going to go do this, or these are the values I have for relationships and this is contrary. So I have to let this go. And just knowing that and having that gauge, to kind of you know keep me grounded right. um, and even spiritually that's where that comes in right like I have those mm. beliefs and my tenants and my pillars with which if it's not balancing on that then it's not for me right if it's right. not fitting into that prism it's not for me Ooh. um so <laughs> yeah I ha- I have a one of my favorite scholars his name is Victor Frankl mm-hmm. uh, F-R-A-N-K-L And he writes stories about being in concentration camps during the Holocaust Mm. and how during that time there were people who could not find a reason to live. Mm. And so they didn't. Um, And the whole experience was Mm. painful and they suffered through it. And it was obviously a suffering situation. Right. And even within that suffering, there were people who had a why like his he had been separated from his family, I think his wife, and he wanted to get back to her. And he was a scholar. He was a psychiatrist, psychologist, Mm. and he had work he was working on. And so he wanted to get past this phase in his life so he could accomplish his why. And he was like, when you can look beyond the situation you're in or this current mm. moment knowing your why you can survive the how of life and that's been a huge one for me like it's when fun. things are difficult when I'm struggling I'm like I have a why I will survive this I will pass this because there's this thing that or there are these things that I know I need to do and I want to do and this person I want to become wow so, Well, I can never take away from that or even add anything. That is like a wholesome, you know, uh, conclusion to our podcast. It feels like, you know what? We have landed this plane, haven't we? So smoothly, (laughs) co-pilot. I love it. (laughs) Because, come on, you guys, if you haven't picked your why, there it is for you. Go read about Victor Frankl and yep. even tap into uh, Melissa, uh, Melis, um, IG, get to know us better. Follow us on Instagram. Her Instagram handle is Miss underscore Millie, M I L L I E underscore C W E. She, you're in Canada, right? 
Um, I am. I'm yes. in Alberta, Canada. My uh, Instagram <laughs> handle might change mm-hmm. to my first name and my last name. So if right. you can't find me as Miss underscore Millie mm-hmm. underscore ZWE, mm-hmm. look me up as Millie dot Mupupi. So M-I-L-L-I-E mm-hmm. period M-U-P-F-U-P-I. And that will be all my socials. We're trying awesome. to go, you know, more professional with the social media. Absolutely. So. Yes. Depending yes, on yes. when they listen to this, it might have changed. So, so far, we have had a therapist here. We mm-hmm. have had Rumbi, the health coach. And mm-hmm. you got me. And we're going to get more and more. And we're going to get more and more from Rumbi and from Millie as well. So you guys, I just hope that you found this podcast encouraging, inspiring you to look at your life and have a different perspective. Probably you could start by finding your why or asking your why. Is this really the why that you want to stand for? Or is this the why that you want to change a little bit about because it's not aligning to your values? Mm. Millie? Any last words? No, I love how you've put that, right? It's <laughs> it's a life journey and mm-hmm. what might be my why today might be different tomorrow. Absolutely. But taking that step to, to really meeting yourself and understanding yourself and like what it will change you. It will change your world, right? When you yes, once you yes. understand your why. So no, I love it how you put it. Yeah. Awesome, you guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to our podcast, you guys. We appreciate you so much. We appreciate all the interaction. Don't forget, you can find us on Instagram. The podcast handle is Path to Manifesting. And you can find me on Twitter, on Facebook, also on uh, Instagram. If you would like to interact with me personally, my Instagram handle is blessings and confetti so really the idea was path to manifesting blessings and confetti because hey my name though isn't is a name it's also a noun so why so not cool. <laughs> i love so cool. i just love to think that we are on this journey that we are manifesting our way to our life blessings and as some celebration with confetti so mm. here you go it's <laughs> beautiful. beautiful so you guys will love Thank you so much for joining us. You have a great and awesome week and happy, happy, happy Black History Month. Take care. Until next time.